Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hey everyone, welcome to With Wit. We are doing another episode of Date Night with Timmy. Welcome, Timmy. Hi, thanks for having me. We're at our own kitchen table, so I guess thanks for having me <laughs> in the podcast space. Yeah, Appreciate exactly. That. We're going to try that same format again. And for anyone who's listening for the first time, this is just like stuff that we would talk about, you know, on our once a week date night where we're like finally sitting down, just the two of us without all the craziness going on to to catch up and plan for the week ahead. Totally. I was thinking, like, should we have a once a week date night? Yeah, I wish like we could do this at a restaurant and like right. be served, but it, it would be not feasible. But no, we still should. We still should. Let's, that was actually one of the things I was going to talk to you about that was on my mind. But we will get there. We will get there. Let's start by reviewing our goals from last week. I remember mine was because one of the things that was on our mind was like our business and how it's run and what we're doing and my goal in my head was to like take some real steps in addressing that issue and moving forward. And I mean, we've totally done like, that. You did a lot of those <laughs> steps, but literally like have we thought like long and hard about everything and like reached out to a lot of different people and like made some decisions and like put things in play. I don't think we need to get into like the specifics of like who's doing what or whatever. But. No, I think that there were just some operations things that were that needed to be addressed behind the scenes and we addressed those. And then we had some other awesome, fun opportunities come in that were exciting because I'm sure everyone out there can feel a little bit of uneasiness about the financial state that we're in right now? Like, are we heading into a recession? What should we be investing in? Should we be tightening our belts? And we are thinking all of those things, but I think the best thing to do, and this is totally not part of the podcast, but I'll just say like, the only thing we have control over is our own actions. Like we don't have control over what else is happening in our environment or in the economic landscape. So 
I think what we did was just like take charge of that uneasiness. We were like, this doesn't feel good. We don't know when our next check is coming in. Things feel disorganized. So let's have some conversations with people. And And I think it's okay to say like, good things happen. We had a really big week in terms of deals coming in and like, I don't know, it might be like gauche to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, we should also share our wins here too. And like, yes. we had a great week. And like, honestly, I don't, I don't know if it's a coincidence or what, what Whitney is kind of talking about, like manifesting this stuff. But like, I choose to believe it's more like manifesting this stuff and like watching you work is like one of my favorite facets of you because I think you are so capable and effective. I really do. (gasps) That's I, I appreciate that. And your confidence gives me so much confidence and it's fun for me to see like your eyes light up when I've come to you with like some sort of accomplishment. So that, okay, so that was yours. My goal for last week was to stay on task this week and to not let my ADDness affect me. And I think that I've done a pretty good job at that. I can't say a great job just because like random things have popped up and I've had to hop on the call at random times and like stuff just happened. So I've had to be flexible. And even just now, as I was preparing for this, I was like starting to prepare. And then I got a text about what we're eating for Shabbat tomorrow night. And I stopped doing my preparation and started ordering the chicken for Shabbat. And then I was like, no, wait, Whitney, like remember your goals, like remember your intentions. I think so much of life, we're like always setting intentions, but then we don't remember that we set them. Mm -hmm. And I think we always have to remind Mm -hmm. ourselves of our goals. I I also, I agree. I also think that like a to-do list should be looked at as like, you put eight things on it for the day and you know that like two of those things are going to be on tomorrow's to-do list. Like you just can't get it all done. In one day. Yeah. Yeah. All right, great. Let's move right into our kind of first topic. Yes. Which so so just a reminder of the format, we have these topics, something about sunny or parenting, then we're going to do a pop culture palette, then we're going to talk about the best thing I ate and then we're going to talk about our goals for next week. We're each going to do one. So, we're still working on it. And he meant pop like. culture palette cleanser, not just pop culture palette. When he said that, that's what I meant. He meant pop culture palette cleanser. So sunny. Okay. What's up, dog? So when I was thinking about sunny, I was just thinking a bunch of positive things. That's cool, too. I was thinking just how easy it has become to raise a five year old who like quasi listens. Mm -hmm. But the main thing that I wanted to say was how communication after something happens is so much more important than disciplining in the moment. Sometimes I learned that from you. We went on this family vacation and there were tons of kids around and there were lots of parents constantly disciplining their kids. And like, it was a little bit 
and this is no judgment at all because I'm guilty of this too, but a little bit of like helicopter parenting and not letting the kids kind of like fend for themselves and work it out. So there was that. And then also just with Sunny, like there was a lot of whining. And then we started realizing Sunny was starting to whine. And I think once we had a conversation with him, once we had left and were not with them and could reflect on the whining and how it looks from the outside that he was actually able to understand it. So I just think that communicating with your kids, like not in the moment when something happens, but after when there's time for reflection reflection and emotions have calmed down is really important. I think that's smart. I hadn't really thought about it that way. We had talked about, you know, like when a kid is having a temper tantrum, that that's not like the time to teach them. But I think what you're talking about is something a little bit different and like valid. Like Like bigger life lessons still can be discussed at this age. But just like away from the distraction of all the other kids and parents and people trying to parent and uncles and all this stuff. Just like bring mm-hmm. your kid aside and be like, look, like, you know, when you whine, it, it kind of makes it harder for you to get what you want. So talk to us and mm-hmm. you'll get more of what you want. Mm-hmm. And I've also noticed that it helps when I tell him like, when I was your age and I felt frustrated, mm-hmm. I wanted to whine too. But then I realized that... I wasn't getting what I wanted. And I think that makes sense to him. I I agree. And and I agree he was really well behaved, you know, 90% of the time on this, on this like long trip we took. He was. Great one. All right. Mine is fresh in my mind because last night, sorry, Whitney, I don't know if you can hear it when he's picking dry skin off of the spot where my upper lip meets my nose, my nose crack. Does anyone call it that? Ah! Oh, maybe it's not ready to come oh. off. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, sorry. My bad. All good. Oh, hey, birds. What were we talking about? Sunny. Oh, my, my parenting sunny. sunny thing. Yeah. So how do you deal with your kids' friends that you can't stand? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to like, you know, I don't want to allude to any kids specifically, so I can't give too many details away but like we were at an activity with Sonny and a friend and this friend just like he's a little bit older and Sonny loves him and he just like brags nonstop and like I know he's seven or whatever but like I just couldn't I couldn't shake it. You couldn't be like wow anymore. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't (laughs) be like that is so great Jimmy like you lost the th- your third tooth. Like, I don't know if it's just like kids are, are like that unless they're your kid for everyone. But like there's other friends of his that I don't have these feelings towards. I think kids at this age are very much like I can do this. I can do this because they are they have not been able to do anything for so long. They're finally so proud of themselves for being able to do stuff. But I do think this kid is on the high end of the bragging spectrum, if that makes sense. So it's mostly kids are kids and I'm a monster, but a little bit this is like this kid's also annoying and you're normal. A little bit, yes. All right, all right. So I'm a monster. All right, that's all right. (laughs) That's how I felt. You're not a monster. I felt it. He was saying how he wasn't like the smartest kid in class and he wasn't a good student. And I was starting to be like, like, oh, well, yeah, maybe he's just a little bit insecure in certain areas as we all are. And so then when he gets Mm -hmm. with us, 
people who don't know everything that he's able to do, like he wants to tell us and a younger kid who he's, you know, looks who looks up to him like he wants to brag to him. Okay. I'm a, I'm a monster. Yeah. I'm, a monster. I'm a monster. All right. Well, I mean, I know you've kind of felt it too, so that's good. Yeah, I have. You know what I could use now? What? A pop culture palette cleanser. <laughs> a palette cleanser. <laughs> Are uh, we ready for that yet? Is that what's next? Yes. All right. Okay. So... Mine is obviously Scandaval and the reunion. Yeah, that was mine too. Yeah, so we're going to be a little bit late because this isn't going to be out next week. We'll be out the week after next week. But first of all, I was like so exhausted watching the reunion. So part of it is like a little bit blurry for me. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say about Scandaval? Well, my first takeaway was that, yeah, like our initial thought about maybe they have an open relationship or this was like somehow for the show. I think we can put that to bed. That, yeah. was, that was not correct. That was yeah. a hot take on wrong, but we were going for a hot take. So yeah. like, I don't begrudge us. Goss with all. Yeah. I mean, check out our other show, Hot Goss with us. Sandoval, just, he does kind of feel like a psychopath. He feels like he's acting at all times and has actually been acting and lying to himself for so long that he he believes it and is insulted by other people saying he's acting. The real tragedy of the Scandaval for me, and this is not going to be a popular opinion because obviously it's, you know, Ariana lost nine years of her life and blah, 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 which is terrible. But the real tragedy is that like the other cast members who I think are pretty awful like Lala and Katie Maloney they get to like destroy Tom Sandoval and a lot of his valid points about them are going to get you know diluted yeah like like left by the the wayside Mm -hmm. um as a result but I do often find myself agreeing with Tom Sandoval about those other cast members I agree with you on that I agree with you on that that's been the whole (sighs) frustrating part of this whole thing and not, I don't that, I, not that we were rooting about... for Tom Sandoval. No, we're not like he bugs too. I no, mean, he clearly cheated on Ariana from like early on in their relationship. Yeah, heartless. And then probably throughout it, like there's no reason to think otherwise. And so he doesn't get a he pass. doesn't get a pass. No. And, and like he's also uh, so affected that he bugs. And, and to be honest, like a lot of other people, I'm I'm enjoying watching, you know, his life fall apart. Is that so fucked up? I mean, can we no. be that honest here? You, because you that's what reality that, TV no. is all about. You can be that honest here. I, I weirdly don't feel this like immense amount of hatred for him for some reason. Like I, that may be an unpopular opinion. I think that he did do the wrong thing and he is the monster here. But I you also sort of feel bad feel for him because he's getting ganged up on so hard. So hard. I think he's getting ganged up on so, so, so hard by people too. who did very, very, very similar things. Like, yes, maybe Lala and Raquel weren't best friends when Lala and James Kennedy hooked up, but like, it's not. That's that different. different. No, it's, it's no, not like no. that much crazier. That's why the whole thing is like a little bit confusing to me. Why this is such a big deal? It's such um, a big deal because for the people who are making it a big deal, 
Ariana was a great friend to Raquel. Yeah, it's also funny how she won't call her Raquel anymore. I know. She's calling I her know. Rachel. And Ariana has every right to be upset. Yes. Like yes. Raquel, seemingly throughout the affair, pretended to be good friends, and that's really kind of psychotic because she did it so well. Like yeah. Tom even feels maybe less psychotic because I can tell maybe he knows he's acting when you. Even though I said before that he doesn't even know and believes his own lies. I know, when I know. someone kind of when there's really hard to find the difference between the fake version and the real version, like in this case, how Raquel is acting, mm-hmm. it's a little scarier. It is true. What's up with it's her? True. What's I, up? I can't wait to see what what, uh, what they're the second part. I don't bring. think she has enough like emotional intelligence uh, to understand how her behavior was going to affect someone. I think she does. I think Raquel is actually pretty smart. And like, she has some points that I agree with. Like, she, like when she's like, yeah, like I know that it was Katie's ex, but like, I would much rather be like with Tom Schwartz, even though she didn't want to be with Tom Schwartz. Like, than Katie Maloney. Like, I don't give a shit about that friendship. Yeah. Just because we're friends on paper doesn't mean like that relationship means anything to me. And so I'd rather be with her ex and lose her. Like, I'm down to make that sacrifice. And I kind of think that's what she's going to say about Ariana. Like, I like Tom and I are in love. Yeah. And then like the ultimate fuck you is that like he's since dumped her. Yeah. And that they're not actually in love. No, he's like a serial cheater and like, or whatever, wasn't. I think he just wants, he's desperate for attention and for anyone to stroke his ego. And Raquel was that person for him. Right. Like young, doughy eyed, thought he was the coolest. Like, wanted to go to see his like Tom and the extras performances. Is that what they're called? Yeah. <laughs> While like Ariana or yeah, Ariana basically just rolled her eyes at him for the last like eight years because yeah. she's normal and picked up on the fact that he's the worst. Yeah. You know who was really quiet on the reunion? Who? Sheena. Sheena. Sheena was really quiet. Sheena's in a like- precarious position right now because she was she was riding for Raquel. Yes. I think she's also really nervous at this reunion because she was served a restraining order that day. So she's probably all shaken up and like doesn't know what to say or what she can say. I don't know. We'll see on the next one. But I just I was watching. I was like, when's Sheena going to pop in? You know, she wants to get involved, but she was like oddly quiet. Sheena is another one who I rarely feel like is being authentic. Every time she cries, it's like, you know, the robot in her brain hit the cry button. And yeah. Like the tears started falling out. Like, I don't buy it uh, ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry to say, I don't. I don't. I don't buy Sheena. I think she was trying to be. She's just she, she's trying to be on the winning side. Exactly. She just she'll go wherever she thinks like the lead is. Yeah. So, yeah, those are basically our. Thoughts on the scandal. We'll continue to monitor yes. the situation and we'll we'll be tuning in to the reunion part two. All right. Nice. Nice. And now a word from our sponsors. Currently, one in 13 babies develops food allergies each year. However, babies don't have to get food allergies. Evidence-based research, USDA guidelines, pediatricians, and allergists all agree that feeding small amounts of common food allergens like peanut, 
egg and milk daily for six months or more, starting at four months is really important for all babies to give them the best chance at a future of food freedom. But as anyone who's ever been in charge of feeding a baby knows, it can be scary to introduce allergens. Ready, set, Food was developed by an allergist and a mom of two to make it easy, safe, and convenient to regularly feed babies low doses of the most common food allergens like peanut, egg, and milk starting right from the bottle. Ready Set Food has products that evolve with your child's feeding journey from bottles to solids. Try the daily mix-ins that you simply stir into a bottle or food and take the guesswork out of early allergen introduction. Their tasty, healthy, organic baby oatmeal and toddler organic oat and fruit snack bars have the allergens already inside them, so it makes it so easy to maintain allergen exposure for busy families and picky eaters. I highly highly recommend that you put your mind at ease and try Ready Set Food. Visit readysetfood.com slash withwit to learn more and get exclusive discounts on these amazing early allergen introduction products. Okay, so doing a lot of travel planning this week, planning to go to Moab camping at the end of June and then going to Vermont and hopefully the West Coast. I am like in book flight mode right now, but I'm excited because I can use JSX for some of these, which is awesome. Imagine avoiding the stressors of getting where you need to be. Imagine checking in for your flight 20 minutes before takeoff and being right on time. That is the JSS experience. So JSX stands for Joyful Simple Experience. You skip the long lines and the airport hassles, and you save up to two hours on every trip when you fly JSX between crowd-free private terminals. A minimum of two bags, up to 50 pounds each, can be checked for free as part of every fare. Sit back, stretch out, fly on board, these 30-seat jets complete with business class legroom. Enjoy complimentary gourmet snacks, refreshments, cocktails, and Starlink Wi-Fi in-flight. JSX was the global launch customer for this Wi-Fi. It's high speed and low latency. JSX is also pet-friendly, family-friendly, and hassle-free. It's the only air carrier to be autism certified. They fly nationwide with crowd-free non-stop flights. Experience the ultimate travel hack with hop-on-jet service JSX and discover your new favorite way to fly. Enjoy all the perks of private jet flights flying without the price tag and book by the seat on jsx.com. Experience travel redesigned and book JSX today at jsx.com. Visit jsx.com to book your flight today. Hey friends, my name is Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. All right, back to the chat. Okay, something on my mind. Something on your mind. So... This is sort of a vague... 
category, but I think it'll allow us to bring up anything. Yeah. So here's what my thing was thinking. Like, I would love to go on like a little vacay with just you sometime soon. I feel like we're about to have a lot of travel coming up. So I don't know when we're going to fit it in. Maybe it's like in the fall, but I'd love to just do two or three nights away with you somewhere. I was even thinking like I'm going to Austin for this Amazon thing in June. Is there somewhere in Mexico that's close to Texas that you could like meet me at or something? I don't know. I was just thinking I'd love some solo romantic time with you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That was yeah. it. Let's meet in Corpus Christi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should discuss that. I'm totally down. I okay, would love cool. That. I would love that. Okay, cool. We'll make it happen. I'll slash I'll make it happen. What was making you feel that way? Well, if we're getting really personal. Oh, shit. No, I was just thinking like it would be nice to have some intimacy when it's not just like in our in our bed, uh-huh. you know, like yeah. so conventional, like like in a jungle. I don't know, something <laughs> different. Copy that. <laughs> that's that's fair, and uh, you know, brave of you to talk about. And I'm I'm on I'm on your page. Okay, bro. cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, on my mind, sort of related to what you were talking about, Sunny, and like the trip we were just on with family is basically just family vacations mm-hmm. is on my mind because this this one went well there was some tension at points as i think you know all family vacations yeah happen. yeah and like not just like with me and other people but like other people and their spouses and like just you know i mean every couple there got into like a thing that i saw at least once so like it's not that crazy actually we didn't we didn't <laughs> Wait until we have sex in a jungle. (laughs) (laughs) We figured out how to navigate our relationship around your family. Like we've, I've figured out how to really credit to you, manage you slash not manage you, Mm -hmm, do mm -hmm, my own thing mm -hmm. slash like come to you when I think you need me, Mm -hmm. take care of the kids when I think you need me, let you do your own thing, like and ask you to take care of the kids when I need space. Like I feel like we've, but we also only have one kid. Yeah, true. But we have really thought critically about the workflow Mm -hmm. of these trips and Mm -hmm. like what is best for us as a unit. Mm -hmm. And I know I appreciate and recognize like before we go on these trips when he's like, I like, I'm going to be there for you. Like, I know that this is this trip is not about me. It's about you surviving it. And like, I'm going to be there for you. And that it, I felt it and it good. felt good. Like, there, yeah, there was like some arguments, but I really did feel like the trip was good. And what I wanted to talk about that I thought was interesting was like, it was a, not a hotel trip. It was an Airbnb trip with like mm-hmm. people staying all in different places and us all coming together in one house and hanging by the pool, but making our own meals and cooking and cleaning for ourselves. And on a vacation like that, the the pluses, as they call it in Whitney's family, mm-hmm. meaning like the people who are kind of more proactive about doing dishes and like planning and stuff like that, get sort of taken advantage by the minuses. And this isn't like in their family, it's not used. Minus isn't a negative connotation. It's not, yeah, it's not derogatory or pejorative. Mm-hmm. It's just a term that they use. So don't take it that way. But yeah. the people who do less cooking and cleaning and planning and watching the kids, like 
resentment starts to pop up. Like that's mm-hmm. a pain point I mm-hmm. find. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, what are the solutions? Like my Virgo kind of mind, even though I don't believe in that stuff, but it seems to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Virgos is like planning and organizing. Like I would have sent out an email before being like, here's a rough itinerary. And like, here's who's responsible for cooking on Friday for for grocery shopping on Friday, cleaning up on Friday putting the kids to bed, whatever, and like yeah. space it out through the weekend. That's actually a really good idea. I think in that kind of environment, if we do that again, which I'm sure we will, I think we should present that as an option. And I think that everyone would actually be really receptive to it because right. I think it would take so much of the guesswork out of who was doing what. And that's the bit that was the big like issue Pain point, the, I thought. of yeah. the trip, like who was going to do what, like who had free time to go do what they wanted, who had to take care of the kids who was responsible for the meals, who was responsible for cleaning up, all that stuff. And yeah. if we were in a group of people who all wanted to just help out a little bit like more than just the bare minimum, then I think we wouldn't have had much, many problems. But since there are some people who don't want to do that, mm-hmm. like there was beef. Yeah. And, and like something simple like, hey, I want to go play pickleball turned into like, well, why do you get to go play pickleball when I've been watching the kids for nine hours and had yeah. to cook, cook and clean? And it's like, I'm not working for you on this trip. Just this has to be thought about before going in these family vacations in general. I 100%. think I think three full days is a great amount. Mm-hmm. I think more than that is not great. And I think this summer we're sort of I'd like to plan multiple three day trips and fewer bigger trips. We're all we're all great people, but mm-hmm. we're all all flawed. And those flaws are really small the first like couple of days when we're like having a honey honeymoon time, mm-hmm. but they get bigger and bigger the longer and longer the vacation goes. Yeah. So that was just, that was what was on my mind. I think that's relevant as everyone's starting to gear up for lots of family travel this summer. I think it's like communicate with your partner about how you want to head into this trip, both emotionally and physically, how you're going to ask for help when you need it and make plans be a team going in yeah and like stay on the same page that's the most important yes holy shit i'm so happy we didn't have a thing fight on that trip let's go have sex in the jungle (laughs) (laughs) all right We're, we're we're heading to the end i think all that's left to do is is what was the best thing you ate this week and then our goals for the for next week okay so the best thing I ate this week was easy. It was Pam's carrot cake. Mm, it was mm, so good. Mm. Who's Pam? What's carrot so cake? So Pam is my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. She's Timmy's brother's wife. She's who was hosting us at the lake. She made this unbelievable carrot cake. It was super moist, cream cheese frosting, like each day just kept getting better and better. Like tasted fresh, was gooey. It did get better every day. Also, it was her so good. her grandma name is Gooey. Yeah, her grandma name is Gooey. The best thing I ate was also on that trip. It was a pasta dish that Pam's son Zach made by my design. Not that I invented the dish, but he cooked it, and it was pasta. What kind of pasta was orchetti? it? We wanted orchetti, but they didn't have it, so we got rigatoni. You could use whatever kind of pasta you like really other than like a noodley like yeah. spaghetti type but it yeah. was what did i say pasta bucatini did i say bucatini no you s- 
I can't remember at this point. I'm so bad with pasta. Don't ask me <laughs> pasta questions. <laughs> I think we use bucatini, Italian sweet sausage, broccolini, garlic. Parmesan. Parmesan. That's it. Basically, you cook the sausage in a pan, cut up the broccolini, add that in, put some pasta water in to get the broccolini cooking. You really want to sear, like make that that sausage crunchy. You know, you take it out of the casing, put it in a pan, get the uh, everything cooking together. Throw in some some garlic, keep salt the, and pepper, salt and pepper. Keep the pasta water going. You put in the, you know, don't cook the pasta all the way. Give it some time. Pour the pasta in. Cook everything together. Pasta water, cheese, salt, pepper, bomb, boom, boom. Everybody wanted to know the recipe, so now I can rejigger that for my Instagram. We'll type it up. Yeah. That was bomb. What's your goal for next week? Okay. So my goal for next week is to get Sunshine Terrace done. Like by next Friday, I would like everything in its place. Like Pen Sands landscaping because landscaping is coming after the fact. You do that later and it's freaking expensive and we have to figure out how much we can afford for that. And the ADU, if you've been watching our renovation station in the first couple episodes, we talked about making the garage into an actual ADU. And that's ADU not an additional additional unit, unit that, for like someone to rent. Yes. So that won't be completely finished. But everything else, like you I would like done. done by next week so that we can shoot it the week after and like be in there. I'm just ready, ready, ready to be in there. So that's my main project slash goal for next week. Okay. I had two. Great. Um, I'm open to more than one. Okay. Unlike some people. Sure. Me. I'm a format Nazi is what you're saying. Okay. Noted, noted, noted. Got to work on that. That's my goal for next week. No, no, no. (laughs) My goals for next week were to... Get out another insurance claim. <sighs> As you know, the tree fell through the deck. I've been dealing with that. It also kind of ruined the concrete that the pool equipment is under. So we have to dig a retaining wall and I have to get a whole new adventure with USAA for that. That's on my my mind. And uh-huh. then, you know, still trying to develop and sell TV shows. Yeah. And we are doing a development deal on one of them with a production company. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You tell me about this. We talked about it. It okay. just has taken a, a while. It's like a survival game type format that I think is really cool. And I just, my goal is just to get out of this, the stage that we're in, which is just like signing the deal with them. Signing the deal with the production company to then go take it out to networks. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's worth explaining how, how it works. Like, I come up with these ideas for shows and talk them out with like development partners that I have different ones. This one is with my good friend Kenny. And like, so we come up with the show and we make a deck for it and we make all the rules and add in all the elements that we like and just like fantasize about what a fun show would be. And then we go out and we try and find production companies to partner with because we on our own are too small to kind of go directly to the networks and try and sell it. Cause if they sell it, they'd be like, who's going to make it? So we just get the production company who can make it, like figure out some kind of split, should it get sold, and then we develop it more if they want to make changes, and then we go out together and pitch it to the networks and get rejected. So 
That's the that's the process. Well, let's do some manifestation. Manifest destiny. What network do you see this particular show being on? If you could pick one, where would it be perfect on? I mean, this show, it's like a big survival show on an island. Like ABC. So it would be, yeah, it would be perfect for like any of the like broadcast networks, ABC, uh-huh. CBS, Fox, NBC, or like... Netflix or Apple or another like premium streamer that has like a big budget. Yeah. Like to, I'd like a big budget to do it really well. To do it right. Yeah. Are there challenges on the island like survivor style challenge? It's basically and it, like this isn't the first show to do this, but instead of like staying on the island and playing games to see who can like last the longest like survivor, you're all trying to work together to get off the island and get the money. There's a million dollars 25 miles away. And so how do you get there? You can't swim like whatever. The whole island is basically like an open world video game where anything is in play and like might have a clue to materials you need to build a boat and sail your way to, to the, the, to the treasure. money. And, and any, at any time the contestants can go for it, but like if they get there with five people, then they have to split it. Mm-hmm. If they get there by themselves. They get it all. And do people get voted off? Yeah, there's challenges and people get voted off and there's a captain and there's reserved people waiting and everyone waiting has a special skill and a special clue to materials. And so like you have to decide if you want to be loyal to the people you've been working with or if you need to get rid of some people to get some new people in to help build the boat properly. I just got full body chills. That's such a good idea. And then when the boat is built, like, like if you know how to sail it on your own, do you just take off in the middle of the night or do you grab your best friend? Like... It, it's supposed to be designed to promote teamwork and backstabbing, which I find to be the most valuable assets in terms of TV show yeah. entertainment. And like the core of human nature. That's the shit I'm most interested yeah. in. I don't really care about islands or sailing. I mean, I do love sailing, but like <laughs> these shows are supposed to tease out like the the truths about our human nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I love don't know. it. I hope I hope I hope it goes somewhere. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. That was it. Good job. Thanks for having me. We will sit back down and do this next week. Sit back down and do this next week. We hope you guys are enjoying this. Please, you guys have been DMing me, which I love. Continue to DM me and tell me what you love, what you don't love, any suggestions. We may listen, we may not, but we're open to it. We I want mean, to hear especially it. Especially for like this new type of format, what you're liking, what yes. you don't like. Yes. I'm sensitive, but I am ready. He's He can take constructive criticism. Yeah. He can. Yeah. All right. Peace in the streets, guys. Peace in the streets. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.